Hi, I'm Hannah, team manager with the Orange Arrow Players Association, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to coach student athletes to aim for success off the field. Please consider making a play by giving, hosting a friend raiser, subscribing to our podcast and YouTube channel, and staying connected on social media at Orange Arrow PA. Visit orangearrow.org for more information. Thank you for listening. Take aim. Welcome to Inside the Play Call with Orange Arrow. And I'm your host, Sean Robinson. And today we have a very, very special guest, Demarcus Shoegame, stay on point, Van Dyke. <laughs> Demarcus Van Dyke, what's up, boss? How are you? It was good, man. It was good. How you been? I've been well. I've been well. So, Shoe Game, stay on tight, man. I see your IG swaggy, man. So, have you always been a shoe guy? Man, uh, always, man. You know, um, I think my my biggest thing, like, you know, everybody in the first game in the NFL, you, my first person was, I bought some Yeezys. The Solar Reds are my first person I bought them. I had to, man. So, I always been in the shoe game. That's my, like, my, 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 uh, my thing I like to do. So, other than that, nothing else is shoes, man. <laughs> it, is, it just seems like the, um, the players, the student athletes at, at the U and the staff, they give you a hard time about it. All the time, man. They all the time. <laughs> Every time, man. I try to wear like the my ultra boost to work. So like it's keep it keep it calm. So if I wear a pair, a pair of Yeezys, anything, like the whole building like act like it's like it's, it's, it's something big. <laughs> That's hilarious. And so as an athlete, you understand the importance of warming up and stretching. So yeah, I got okay. a couple warm-up questions for you. You ready? I'm ready for it, man. If you could only listen to one musical artist for 30 days straight, only one, who you going with? Oh, 30 days straight. Oh, man. It could be anybody from the past or the present. I just need one, anyone. Oh, I'm going to say, man, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle. 30 days, Nipsey, man. R.I.P. Nipsey, man. R.I.P. Nipsey. So let me ask you this now. Were you on Nipsey before he, he, uh, he was killed? Yeah. I, I kind of got on him when I was in, you know, I played it two years in Oakland. So over there, that's kind of like, that's what he listens over there. So he kind of put me on Nipsey and I kind of been riding that wave ever since. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I got, really got hooked on Nipsey, his last album. And then okay. a, after he was killed, tragically, you know, I went back into his catalog and yeah. yeah he's I, dope, I, man. I, I rock with Nipsey. I rock with Nipsey again, R.I.P. If you could be on any reality TV show, even even more so if you had to be on a reality TV show, whether it's currently airing now or or it's an older one, which reality TV show would you be on? Oh man, it's tough. Uh, I mean, making uh, a band, a cooking show. Talk to me. Um, I want to say a reality TV show. Ah, Housewives. <laughs> oh man, hey, in real world. Um, uh, can I say power? That's not reality, though. <laughs> you want to act? Who you gonna be, ghost? Okay, it, who would you be I'll in be power? Then uh, I, I'm, I'll be, I'll be ghost, man. You be ghost, okay? Shout I'll out to Mario Hardwick. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll probably say, I say, I say, I say, um, it may be funny, man, but I maybe you know, the um, the uh, Little Women of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I, I I watched that show, man. I just they, it just something about them, man. I, I like they swag and they confidence. There it is. There you got yeah, yeah. They definitely display confidence. I dig that. I dig that. And so transitioning to that favorite TV show of all time. 
all time. Favorite TV show. Now, I got to say Seinfeld. How about that? <laughs> Seinfeld. 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 Okay. Seinfeld, man. Seinfeld, man. I just love, like, just Seinfeld's a funny guy, man. Him and Kramer, Joy, those are funny people, man. Yeah, I actually got put on that show a little later. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do appreciate Seinfeld. And what's the new one? Like, Coffee and Cars. And um, and then also Curb Your Enthusiasm with the writer of Seinfeld. Oh, for real? Um, no, I haven't heard that. You got to check out Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'll make sure I send you a link. Okay. Uh, Larry David, who is. I think he's the actual creator of Seinfeld, or if not, he's like one of the lead I writers. Think he is. Yeah, yeah, creator. And so he has Curb Your Enthusiasm. If you like Seinfeld, you would appreciate Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think they're about to start like season nine or season 10. So I have to send you a link to that. Okay, cool, man. Gotcha. So, Demarcus, take us back. Hometown, where are you from? Yep. Young Demarcus. Man, uh, young Demarcus, man, uh, from Miami, Florida. Um, born and raised here. I, I started playing. I started getting into sports when I was four years old, played football at uh, Northwest Boys and Girls Club. Um, got into basketball a little bit later, probably like, my, probably like 10, 11 years old. And uh, went, to, went to my senior phase high school, which is a private school down here. Played there all four years. I was blessed enough, you know, to get a, get a scholarship, like for University of Miami. Ended up committing there, played four years there, and the rest is history. Like so, so let me take you back. So, so Dade County. So, what part of Miami? Um, off from uh, Miami, Florida. Uh, pretty much Miami Gardens. The Gardens. Okay. All right, yeah, Miami Gardens. Nice, nice. So, we're gonna get into your football career, but did you play any, any other sports? Well, I ran track. I ran track. Um, growing up, but I, I didn't. I kind of ran just to like just because my mom needed a babysitter, so I just ran track like that. <laughs> just got just, just got to go to practice, but I didn't take track series until like high school. Played basketball, baseball, things like that as well. Favorite athletes growing up? Who did you look up to? Favorite athletes? Man, um, you know, the, the big school down here is Miami Northwestern. You know, I got to – I looked up to guys like, you know, your boy Tory Cox. PC, my bro. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that was – he was, he was the, 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 the GOAT, man. He was still a GOAT. You know, uh, Tory Cox, uh, Samari Rowe, which is a, a small yeah. – because okay, he's a small corner like me. Um, he went to uh, – did he go to Florida State? He went to Florida State. That's kind of yeah. like I went to Miami, so it's kind of it's kind of crazy because he went to Florida State with the Miami. But I still like you know I liked his game, and he kind of was a slim corner. And you know I watched guys like you know Antrell Rowe grow up and Phil Buchanan and things like that. And those those players that played at Miami. That's actually really cool. I mean, to be in an area. I mean, most of the time when people ask that question, they think of like Deion Sanders, or they think of somebody like they can't really reach. But but the talent pool is so strong in South Florida. You be like, man, yeah. like, I want to be like him because you know what I mean. And you grow up in the same area, you actually get a chance to see them from a distance or interact with them. You may know family members there, so it's actually really cool, and it makes it makes it more of a reality. Like I actually could do that because As a, I can yeah. name one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, fifteen, twenty other people who have done it uh, beforehand. Yep. And so so you went to the U. What other schools were you considering? Well. I was actually I was actually committed to the University of Florida until I put my like, like majority of the process and uh, I flipped on Sunday well not on Sunday but two days before Sunday uh, you know um, my uncle was uh, my uncle was 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 best friends with well he still coach best friend with Randy Shannon the head coach at the time and um, and I knew Coach Shannon since I was like in eighth grade and we just had that bond I just felt comfortable with him so once he got the head coach in that Miami uh, the job at Miami I just basically like, flipped and stayed home so. How was that call of communication with the University of Florida two days before signing day? 
who made the call? What happened? Well, which is funny, man. My my uh, my mom, she told me, hey, look, you got to man up and tell them. Like, you you can't just surprise them on signing day. Let them figure out, you know, they got a spot left to get somebody else. And I kind of, I think Florida kind of had an idea because they was pretty much, you know, calling around, trying to see if they had any, any more spots left for other guys. So I called, I remember like yesterday, man, um, it was Super Bowl Sunday. They, the the Bears was playing the coach. And Devin has to uh, turn the return the touchdown, to open the kickoff to for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I looked at Ma, I said, man, you know what? I'm going to Miami. And she was like, well, you better call that coach. And I remember <laughs> coach Urban, Urban Mai was in the stadium at the, he was at the football game. He was there. And I saw him wow. and I said, coach, can you call me? And I called, he, he called me, we talked, and he wasn't happy about it. He was not happy about it. He was like, hey, you know, let's think about it. You know, we just want, because they just had one championship. They just had one. So mm-hmm. he was like, man, let's think about it, man. That's, that's not what you want to do. Like, let's talk tomorrow. And next day came, I was like, coach, I'm still feeling like I'm going to Miami. And, you know, he handled it professionally, but I know deep down inside, he didn't really, he didn't want to go like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a really dope life lesson that your mom put you in that situation. Like, yo, like, make that call and yeah. stand up to that and be an adult about it. And yeah. even though it might have been uncomfortable or something that you wish, you know, maybe some, at the time, somebody else, nah, somebody else can do it, mom, you can call. You know what I mean? But but but, but that, that's actually a, uh, a strong uh, life lesson. And so, yeah. at the U, how was it going to a university that's so close to home? Like, did you like it? There's some positive and negatives to that. How did you handle that? Man, it was, uh, I think it was more, it was more positive than negative, man. You know, I was close to home. My mom can always, you know, bring me cooked meals, you know. Um, yeah, that's my first, yeah, like holidays, I was going, I was going Thanksgiving, Christmas, I was always home getting a cooked meal. Um, it was, it, it was good. Like, I didn't have to, you know, if anything happened, she was right there that she could drive down 95 and come down and, and see what's wrong with me. And uh, I think the only negative I think was she was too close to me. <laughs> she was too close to me. <laughs> Like she, I, I couldn't, I, I was, I was an adult, but it was a limit. Like I, I couldn't act crazy because everybody in the city knew my mom, everybody in the city knew who I was. So it was like, I had kind of a limitation of what I can do versus me going so well <laughs> acting a complete fool. So I think it kind of helped me out a long one, but you know, I wouldn't change it for the, like for nothing in the world, man. I enjoyed my, my, my four years there. I wish I could do it all over because I think I missed a few spots that I, I missed a, like now that I'm coaching, I see a few spots that I didn't hang out when I was, you know, like the- gotcha. <laughs> You know, something like that, man. Now, now, was it tough getting tickets on game day? Being a hometown guy? That, that, that was the negative for me, man. You know, I had to yeah. probably get... <laughs> I had probably... My mom was kind of like... She was the person that controlled the tickets. You know, and my, my four was her, my dad, my girlfriend, and my granddad. And right, so for you, those who don't know, at, at the division level, all the student athletes on the team they get four they get four tickets so that's your four and then what happens after that because you got number 40 who want to get a 10 yeah and every game i had to probably get about 10 to 12 because you know i have my i got i got six siblings so i had to get all them tickets you know and i have my my homeboys and things like that so what i did was i got i kind of you know made friends but you know the walk-on guys from out of play out of state yeah and like i I had like four four or five buddies that was walk-ons in every home game hey they'll give my ticket they'll give me the ticket so it was cool, you know. We we I gave them meals for my my mom. They gave me tickets. <laughs> so so you, you mentioned uh, you said six siblings. Yeah. So where do you fall? Are you the oldest in the middle, youngest? I'm right. I'm right. I'm right in the middle, man. Right in the middle. Okay. Right in the middle. Yeah. Right in the middle. 
I got a. So it. So 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 how how was that? Was there a lot of competition among you all, like with sports and things of that nature, or in the house or just anything racing? Well, it was more competition between me and my older brother and my youngest brother. You know, uh, my two sisters. You know, was kind of like you know, my sister now she's a nurse. Most of it, she's a real estate. So it wasn't, it was girly girl. They didn't really care about sports, you know, but me and my brothers, we was always compete, like, you know, racing, you know, uh, football and anything. But we was, I, my old brother's always bigger than us and, you know, faster than us. So I didn't catch up to him until like my 10th, my 10th grade year. And then I became a big dog. But <laughs> <laughs> I became a big dog. So and like throughout our whole, I think it would make me a better, I made, made me a, a good football player because. I took my lumps in the backyard of my brothers and sisters, you know, my, my brother, basically. So once I got to the, to the park, one of these guys at my age was like, man, let's walk in the park, man. Mm, yeah, no, no, no. Shout out to the big brothers. I'm a big brother, so I try to, you know, give my little brothers <laughs> a hard time. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all love and it all makes us, makes us better. So, yep. so after you, what did you major in? I majored in uh, sports administration. Mm. So, so what were you thinking about? Were you thinking about maybe in the agency world? Or you just look to find out more about what what that what what brought brought well, you on to uh, sports administration? Man, to be honest, man, I actually started off in communications. You know, um, I was communications man, and mine was a private school, so it kind of we kind of be part like the 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 class the classroom setting is probably like sixteen students to probably eighteen at most. And, wow, but, I didn't know that. Yeah, so but my communication class was like auditorium type setting, so I was in there probably like with a hundred students, and I was like. Man, this is too much, man. Then I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle the the workload because we had practice in the morning time, and I had this and that. So I was like, man, you know what? And I saw my grade slipping, and we had a bowl game. I coach like, hey, look, you may, not, you, may, you may not make the bowl game because you you cutting that line. You made a special major, and I switched to you know I, he, I mean, we talked, we, we sat down, I talked to my student advisor, and she was like, what you want to do? I say, man, out of football, I wanted probably to be a coach or you know an agent, and she's like, well, look, you know, what administration you can do that do that thing with this with this degree. And I got into it, and I, I loved it. That's awesome. That's awesome. On the field, what's some of your fondest memories? Oh, man. You? Give me one or I'll two. Say, uh, my first interception uh, was versus Ray Forest, and I'll probably say my beating Florida State my freshman year up there. Mm. Nice. Nice. At Florida State. Yeah, that was so, how, was it, how was it planning that, that rivalry? Man, it was, it was it was good, man. You know, it was kind of, you know, growing up watching it on TV, you know, every Saturday, you know, uh, you're watching, you know, you're watching Deshaun Taylor's, you know, playing, like, playing against Greg Jones, Chris Rick, and guys like that. So, as a kid of Miami, you always wanted to be in, be in those shoes, be in, that, be in that arena. And I finally got my chance, and it was, like, just so real. Like, you, it's real a hatred between us two, like, on the field. All the field, like, you know, I had some buddies up there, you know, that from, from down here, but on the field, I didn't say right. that to them because – of the rivalry that the older guys, you know, instilled in us, the way instilled in that rivalry. So it was, it was cool. You know, um, it was hectic. You know, you go have your ups and downs. I think I, I finished two and two on the rivalry, so it's cool. Now, now that rivalry week, did, like, did it feel different around around the in practice or around around campus, did it, around the city? Oh yeah, that's that's man, that's around the rivalries, man. Well, you know, the practice, the first day of practice, like you know, that Tuesday, you know, you're gonna hear the. The uh the war chant uh the the music all day in, in the building mm. you know you're gonna get calls from like guys like Edwin James you know uh Antrell Rowe Phil Buchanan Mike Rump at the time you know saying look man it's a big game you know you do your thing man you know we they're gonna kind of put you you know in that fail start so and it's kind of but kind of I won't say it's pressure but they make you know hey look this is a game you got to ball out in <laughs> you can you can't it means something right yeah 
So that's kind of like one of the games that where the whole, like the, you watch a little bit more extra film that week, you know, you got a little edge about you, you know, you tell your girlfriend, right. I can't see this week, the things like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, so you mentioned the NFL, you had the opportunity to, to play in the NFL yeah. at, a high, at the highest level. Was that always a dream of yours growing up? Yeah, it's always my dream, man. You know, the, the way in that field, man. You know, I was that was something I kind of told my mom like early on, like as a ninth grader. You know, that I, I want to go in that field. You know, I was that's like I, you know down here. You know, you you kind of you didn't really well. You, you saw a lot of guys like in that field, so that's kind of like you know, like I said, like Samari Rose, Tory Cox, guys I looked up to. You, I saw them guys do it. So I'm like, man, you know what? I want to follow their footsteps. So I did everything I had to my will to go to the NFL. That was a kind of a dream come true. How was draft draft day for you? Oh man, draft day was uh interesting, man. You know, um, it was a bunch of emotions. You know, my 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 dad was crying, I was crying. Um, just it was just it was it was good, it was good feeling, man. Just, just finally, you know, it was it felt like forever. You know, and then you get that phone call, you're like, okay, well, somebody's calling everybody. Shh, then yeah, right, 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 right. So so yeah. were you home in Miami? Were you, you were in Miami? Yeah, I was in Miami. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And who called you? Uh, Oakland, Oakland Raiders. Oh, uh, it was Hugh Jackson. Who? Okay, okay, okay. All right. He was the head coach at the time. Yep. Yeah. Hugh Jackson. Yep. 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 Nice. And so, so you grew up in Miami, went to University of Miami. How was that transition from South Florida to the Bay, living in Oakland? Man, I, I, I got to tell everybody, man, that was kind of the roughest transition I ever had so far in my life. Like for that to that point in my life, you know, uh, I stayed, I, I played my whole life in in one county, in Miami-Dade County, you know, from Little right. League, high school, college, and then, you know, to get drafted to a team that's way across the United States in California, man, and I was 21 years old, first time leaving the city, the, the, the county of Dade for anything, and I didn't adjust real well. I remember training camp, I was kind of like in a funk. I was like, man, you know, I remember I told my DB coach at the time, Coach Woodson, I was like, Coach, I don't think it's for me. He's like, what you mean? I said, man, Coach, I'm homesick, man, like, I got a meeting at nine o'clock. My family back home is, is, is 12. They, they sleep. So, and I just had my little boy at the time. And for like, I feel like for two weeks, I didn't talk to nobody for my family. Like, cause I was either in meetings in practice. And then we came off the, we came out off a, a lockdown that, that year. So it was basically like from six o'clock in the morning to nine at night, just straight practicing meeting. So mm. it was just like too much. But I think all the rookies that year had a, a, a problem with that. Cause it was like, man, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get through it? I mean, with some of the events or the coaches, like, how were you able to, to get out that far? Uh, I'd probably say, you know, I think, you know, guys like, you know, Tyvon Branch, who played, was a, a veteran guy there, uh, Michael Huff, uh, Stanford Route, who was the, was the corner other side of me. Those guys, like, you know, pulled me to the side, like, hey, man, I know it's tough, you know, but, you know, you got to think about it. It's, it's a sacrifice. You know, you, you can pay a lot of money to do this. You know, it's your dream coming true. Don't throw it on the drain because of of a little, little funk you in. And I kind of like realized that like, you know, just going out more this, I was, I was in a hotel, so, and I didn't know anybody. So I just stay in my room and just be, be kind of like, man, like anti-social, you know, like, man, that, that's right. kind of hobby. You know, let's go to like, you know, Pizza Hut, let's go to little David Buzzers and play little games and just to get out the hotel and just to feel like, you know, feel like you're not in camp so you can have that fresh, the breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah. So how was it living in the Bay? So, so like, like once you got settled, and, and, and you were ready, you, you know, you ready to be out there a little bit, felt comfortable. How was it living in the Bay Area? Man, it was awesome, man. You know, I think Oakland has some nice, they have some nice people out there, man. You know, everybody was yeah. like, they, they have some nice people and they have some, some passionate Raider fans, you know. Yeah. And it was just, it was nice, nice weather 
Only thing I like about California is that rent, man. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. So my wife's from the Bay. My wife's from the Bay Area. And yeah. so, uh, so definitely shout out, shout out to the Bay. But the rent is insane, right? Like Silicon Valley, all that is crazy. It's crazy, man. And I stayed in downtown Atlanta, I mean, downtown uh, Oakland and um, off of Merrick, by, by, uh, not Merrick, but um, I forgot the park called. And it was like, my rent was like 2900 for a two, a, a two, two. I was like, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was just crazy, man. So it was just, but at the time, that's all we, that's always like kind of like in the nice areas. Everything else was like way out west, like in Hayward and things like that. So I decided, well, they, they wanted all the rookies to stay in one building. So anything happened, they can, they can touch us. Now, did you get into much of the, uh, the music scene there? Uh, like, did you listen to like the West Coast? So, I mean, that's probably how you got introduced to Nipsey. And yeah. so... So I guess the re- the reason I'm asking is you, you know the, the versus series on social media that was created yeah. by Swift Beats and um and Timberland. So they recently had a versus. It was E40 and Too Short. I mean, Yay Area, Bay Area legends. Yeah. Who did you have going into that versus? Oh, I had E40, man. Well, me E40. too. Me too. E40, me too. E40, man. E40. E40. I feel like E40 was kind of like you know he Too Short was good too, but I, I feel like E40 was kind of like you know he's the Bay. He's the he's the king of the Bay. To me, he King of Bay, you know, and they like they love they love the guys over there, man, over in the Bay, man. They love Too Short and they love um, uh, E Forty, but over there in Oakland, I got to kind of like the, the music that, that they put me on over there was Dom Kennedy, um, mm-hmm. Lamar, uh, and Nipsey. Those, yeah. So there was I was like, man, these guys can flow, right? Definitely. <laughs> I was like, okay, so there was yeah, Kendrick Lamar, Dom Kennedy, and Nipsey was the three artists that they put me on over there. That's for right, young Kendrick, right? I mean, everybody yeah, knows Kendrick, Kendrick now, but that was before he was like Kendrick. Yeah, Section 80 Kendrick, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice, 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 nice. So when you think about some of your fondest memories playing in the NFL, what comes to mind? Uh, probably say this, this, you know, this walking out there, you know, this hear my name called and, you know, this being there, like being in the moment, you know, um, just actually, you know, exchanging jerseys with what my teammate in college, uh, Alan Bailey, um, my first interception, things like that. Mm, yeah. Team. So, so is that all, is that all all, uh, all Oakland based? Yeah, all Oakland based. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dig it. Dig it. Dig it. And so, as you know, the mission of Orange Arrow is to coach student athletes to aim for success off the field, off the track, out of the pool, wherever the playing and arena may be. Yeah. Why is it is important to be successful outside of your sport? Man, that's a that's a great question, and I um. I was talking to one of my good friends about this two days ago. I said, man, you know, sometimes, you know, football is, well, like football, we say football, basketball, the pool, track is sometimes some of these kids, they just put everything into that, that one sport. They don't, they don't realize, man, you know, that can, that your, your career can end in a, a, a blink of an eye. And then you have to have a backup plan. You know, back then, you know, I was telling somebody, man, back then, Going to the NFL was a huge, it was like, it was huge, it was a huge deal because we didn't have social media. We didn't have that. So right now, every kid feel like they go to the NFL because social media bring like is right in their face. So every kid mm-hmm. sees, like, Instagram, you, you can see his favorite, you can your favorite cornerback, your favorite That's a great favorite. point. That's a great point. So every kid feel like, man, I'm going to the NFL. And in reality, man, you and I both know, man, the numbers is kind of like is is a is a slip chance, man. Definitely and, less than two percent. As 2%. So that's kind of, and, and sometimes kids get so invested in making it in that field, they forget about the what else. And you see a lot of kids, you know, this 
after they're done playing in college or done playing and don't play done playing in college and go to the NFL or go to the NBA or they get a track uh, uh, contract, they just shut down and just hit like be in depressed mode. And that's kind of what I'm going through now with my cousin. He he got rejected from the NFL and he's just in a, a funk right now because he didn't he didn't know what's gonna be next. So and I, and I was, and I, I'm trying to preach my I preach my I, I tell my son this every day, man. Book come first. I don't care what you do in that field. Books come first, man. And I, I, I tell our players get your degree because the NFL is not for long. That's that what that what it stands for. Reality, not, not for long. long. Right. Not for long. And, but they but they, these uh, our players and kids they see these athletes on Instagram and Twitter every day is right there to touch them. So they feel like I can make it. Right. Definitely. Not definitely. So and so you mentioned your, you mentioned your players and earlier, you know, sports administration. So you did get into the coaching industry. And so you, you just on the staff at the University of Miami, back at your alma mater. So how do you like the coaching side of things? Oh, I like it a lot, man. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I uh, I started off coaching Little League, my, my son Little League team. And I started I started to grow it because like somebody told me, once you get a coaching bud, that is it. And that was true. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just like just – I'd like talking to kids about life instead of sometimes more than ball because you understand, you know, you play the game, you know, we, we know X's and O's, but we want to also, you know, tell them about, you know, life, life things, you know, how to be a great husband, how to be a great father and things like that, because we can teach you to be, be a great cornerback or a great receiver or thing like that. But I want to teach you to be a great husband, a great person off the field and things like that. That's strong. That's strong. I mean, the things that make you successful outside of your sport. Yeah. And so it, it's so important. That's part of the reason why we exist. DeMarcus, I appreciate your continued support. Thank you for your time. I mean, you talk about being more than an athlete. You embody what it means to be more than an athlete. And, and, and I appreciate your, your kind spirit, your, your willingness to support and give back to the community. No DeMarcus, problem, thank you for your time. Appreciate you, my no dude. Problem, bro. No problem, man. Be safe, man. Take care. Peace, man. Gotcha.